0: I'm going to talk uh, a little this morning about the five elements. So, Maha Buddha, the great elements. Maha Bhuttas. B-H-U-T-A-S, I think it is. Maha. And Maha is great. Buddhas means element. Unless I looked up the wrong definition. It could be. I'm sure someone will correct me. You may already know Earth. Earth, water, fire, Uh, earth, water, fire, air, and then, and then there's uh, um, space and consciousness, all of them. Maybe there's some more. There probably are, but from our vantage point, should we call it? uh, That's probably what we're looking at. So let's. uh, Um, Let's uh, get intimate with that. So I'm going to take you through it. Now you can either have your eyes open or closed. Uh, Important thing is to hold still and keep your back straight. It's not actually a conventional meditation or shikantaza. It's, it's a contemplation. So I'll talk us through it. So we'll begin with the bell. First, bring your awareness towards your bodily form. This is the earth element. This is the element that is contracting, holding together, retaining a form. There's a lot of tension there in that, as I'm sure you can be aware of. Earth, form, solidity. Next, go to move your awareness to that aspect of your existence that is liquid water. All the movement that's happening in the body, you may have some awareness, may not have too much. It will vary with, from person to person and from time to time. Sometimes we can actually hear the water flow. water element. Now move your consciousness, your awareness, just like a circle of light that expands or contracts depending on what it is appropriating. Now move to the element of fire or heat. Notice the warmth in the body some places on the body bodily form are warmer than others some we're directly aware of and some are hidden or out of sight or out of touch or out of reach for the consciousness now move the awareness to the air or to the Yes, to the air element. And this uh, has to do with any kind of movement of air. This is the expansive, the body, the earth is contracting, the air is expanding. It expands out of your bowels, it expands out of your lungs. Some kind of expansion is happening. Now move to the next element, which is space. Uh, the personal feeling of space around you, space in your in all the body cavities or openings. There is space. Obvious ones are the mouth, the ears, openings. Move your awareness to those and notice how you tend to we tend to abandon the other ones or distract ourselves or ignore the earth element as we go to, say, space or water or fire. Just notice, don't have to go backwards, just notice that. And then we go to consciousness, which we experience. Through the various forms that are rising and falling away, not only these uh, the Buddhas but also the way they arise in the form of the sense fields, the objects, sounds, smells, taste, touch, sights, thoughts, coming and going. Quite quite a complicated uh, matrix we have here that we are or that we think we are. All of this, the understanding is, and there's no proof of any of this, but the understanding is by those who, including the Buddha and other uh, teachers down through the centuries, point at the situation in a similar way. They don't necessarily agree that the five elements, six elements, three elements, four elements you count them, are going back into where they started, in in the ground, in the fire, in the air, in the water. They're going back into that. This situation arose so that you could see who you are. You are not separate from the awakened one. If you don't see that, or that doesn't somehow... Uh, show up for you, then you may take a few trips down into the the elements and then back out again through the bardos, through the, the various levels or intermediate states. Traditionally, there are six of those. We won't go into those here today. But some kind of basic foundational understanding of form as we sit here, the flow of liquid, the expansion of air, fire in our, as they say, fire in our belly. Space, the space around us, the space between thoughts, the space between sounds. Just observe with no comment. And notice how easy it is to access all of this. There's really no struggle at all to go to the sense of earth, to go to the sense of air. Some meditation practices would have you even focus on and somewhat attach to, say, the air coming out of the body in order to help ground you If you feel that's necessary, then do it. But consciousness will find the form that it needs if you don't meddle. Just observe. And in this way, get to know yourself on a really deep level beyond opinions, projections, points of view, contrasts, life and death. There's only one moment and this is it. the world tries to add them up. So we tend to ignore that in a very simple way, what we're talking about are these elements. We tend to ignore that our awareness, our identity, our feeling of who we are, what we like, what we don't like, what we're worried about, what we're totally elated about, and all of the various things that can come up there. We tend to ignore that this is not going to last. It's just like you, you came into this. Milieu into this realm, this uh, that we call the human realm, and here you are, and tick, 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 tick to put it literally, or to maybe put it uh, symbolically, categorically, or astonishingly, take your pick. I like astonishing, ordinary astonishment. If you see what this is, you will will no longer be bored with anything. Nothing will ever bore you again. Not because everything changes, it's because it doesn't change. Chuckle, chuckle. I'd like to have some questions around this, if you have them, yes.
1: I don't know that I've ever heard you talk about the elements maybe one time and I'm wondering what the importance is or or what their connection to practice is. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I guess I've talked about everything else. (laughs) We'll talk about the elements. So I think I've been thinking about those uh, somewhat, about the earth. Um, And as you know, I read a lot, so I've run into that situation here and there. But something about um, that we're so attached to this situation, we're so attached, we we ignore that there's all these processes, these five, six, or uh, four elements, the four basic ones, and then uh, uh, air, and uh, and space, and consciousness.
1: Um,
0: so, uh, I, and I, the way I teach, uh, the way I teach is to, I try to meet you where you're at. I try to meet each person where they're at, if they'll come and sit in front of me. And... Uh, and I try to teach in such a way that it, it's hopefully will register with as many people as possible. But I usually don't get very get, give specific directions to to groups of people. I might to individuals. I might actually tell someone to start practicing white Tara practice because I think they need to do some kind of a creation completion practice because of the way they are presenting themselves to me. And another person, I might just say, uh, just do shikantaza. Another person, I'll encourage them to block step, which is the four hour. So so everyone's a little bit different based on, not that I'm evaluating it, it just shows up. It's almost like they're telling me. Someone sits down and even though they're, they think I'm telling them, they're actually telling me what I need to tell them by the way they function. Everything from their body language, to their tone of voice, to what they're saying, to what they're not saying, that is obvious,
1: more. I'm wondering how you see, the um relationship between the elements in Shikintaza or the elements in just practice in general
0: i think i think it's a contemplation I, I don't think it's necessary to necessarily follow the breath or or focus on the body i think it's a matter of okay. a kind of a touch and go situation just touch on that don't don't drop let it drop out of sight completely so you could you could it's not a, it's not a direct instruction but you could reflect on that if that helps you get grounded so that you can work with whatever is showing up in the in the consciousness and the awareness which coming and going is to because that's the part those elements are the ones that are going back into the dirt and and yet we, we don't we don't really realize that we're made up of food we have to eat other things that are alive in order to keep this alive we just kind of block that
1: out yes is it similar to to your alternating sense awareness practice it has
0: a the alternating sense awareness cra- uh, practice, where I say uh, usually it has something to do with someone who is uh, is in trouble with something. there. There's something that is haunting them or bothering them or really difficult. It's like just they can't stay there. They they can't sit. They can't meditate. Uh, then I might give that alternating sense awareness practice, which I call ASAP, just for the hell of it. But uh, and that means to to pick something like sense of touch and sense of seeing. It's kind of up to you. If you're auditory, then maybe as you are, it might be good to go from how this feels to how this sounds to how this feels to how this sounds. You can either do it randomly. You could link it to the breath moving back and forth. I wouldn't do it a lot, but I would do it enough to uh, rather than rather than uh, go into some kind of a satipatthana or some kind of an ancient way of closing the eyes, scanning the body, or something like that. I would say. I would say use that to, so that you're actually watching movement on some level. Because the way I teach is to watch movement, not to create a stillness, not to create a meditator. And, and again, I say this over and over, I want to make sure people know I'm not correcting anyone. I'm not correcting His Holiness. I'm not correcting They teach however they want. I just can't help but teach out of how this looks. Go ahead.
1: You just said that the ASAP practice is maybe to help somebody... You did not use this word but to, to break up some negativity with awareness of other senses, to bring some other senses.
0: Exactly, because the other senses, the thought process, uh, is not has no time constraints. It doesn't even know about time. You probably noticed that. And you can think abstractly about the future, the past, but you'll know, especially when you're dreaming, the whole thing is just shot. You know, you're not going to get a reference point from anything. The dream, there's no reference point in the dream. You can't you can't find anything that there's no there's no safety net in a dream you're totally vulnerable so it's it's more about uh, using that as kind of like maybe like a training wheel kind of thing like this is this is real when I uh, you' know, relatively real it's solid so I'll have my body you know gravity I often say don't forget gravity it's not forgetting you so you're here it's holding you down without gravity I won't go into the Metaphors I've used in the past of how life would, how difficult life would be. If there was no gravity, and if you had to hang onto tree limbs, and which are also hanging onto the trees. Trees are hanging onto the ground, so they know that that's coming.
1: In contrast, you call these five elements the five bhutas. Uh, a contemplation. Mm-hmm. And what is uh, what is a contemplation?
0: A contemplation is deliberately going to something and, and reflecting or thinking about it. So deliberately think about, you're sitting and deliberately go to the element of earth or solidity or, or, what's, what's, being, or what's being contracted, gravity is contracting, and, and the body is, is, there's a contraction happening here that creates, a, with skin and bones and everything, it creates this solid form that, um, that lives on other living things in order to keep going. So there's that part of it. So to contemplate that would be to just focus on that and just as a reference point. And so to give uh, just to to bring the awareness about an aspect of our existence has to do with something that is not gonna last. So it's that. But
1: is it in analytical practice as opposed to you just okay. contemplate Earth and see what comes up?
0: Uh so I uh, I, would, I wouldn't I would meddle with anybody in that area. Some people who are analytical, this would be a really good place to analyze. If you have a natural tendency to you know, rotate things and look at the top and the bottom and how it falls this way or how it falls this way, when this comes along and that changes and that happens and this changes. So I would leave it up to you, to each individual. Or you could just, the way I do it is I just look at it. I don't think very much. Not particularly adept at thinking. So, so I would leave it up to the individual. Some people who are, who are very analytical, and very uh, conceptual, you know, this might that would be a good, a good set of, uh, of uh, Legos. More about that. Good, good questions.
1: I was just curious about what you said about thinking that there is only one moment. This is different, but you said there is only one moment the world tries to add them up. Yeah. What do you mean when you're talking about one moment?
0: Well, I'm sure you've noticed. I'm pointing out the obvious. I'm I'm sure you've noticed the, the, the two thens, the future and the past. You're never in either one of them. It's always now. Everybody says, "Oh, of course, it's always now." But but to, to actually, when the, when the awareness, the consciousness when, when you're Buddha nature when you realize what this is all bets are off you can't even gamble anymore you can only gamble if there's an, if there's a future
1: uh, yeah. Go ahead. what <laughs> <laughs> what does the future or the past or what does now become when it becomes the future yeah, or the, the,
0: past? The, the becoming is that's the misunderstanding that, those are that's for uh, Existentialist thinkers who are in you know, an incredibly sophisticated circle of thought, analysis, and structural stuff. Go ahead.
1: Does, with the future and the past, is there any you know, validity? Yeah,
0: no, there's there's a relative truth, relative truth. All, all relative truth is partial truth, so you get part of it and it's really intense. This moves through space and hits that. I mean, that way, yeah. But then, the, you know, who's the blame for that sound? No. Me. Century. No. What were you going to say?
1: Senshi is to
0: blame for it, is she? She probably left. She's to blame for that. So, is it the glass? Is it the st- is it my hand? Is it the tree? Should we go back and convict the tree, or should could we convict the person who carved that? He's up in Wisconsin. It'd <clears throat> be hard to extract, eh? well, I mean, you know, I'm being silly, but I'm just saying we're, we're the, the ego mind, the self-centered mind wants, wants, it wants proof, it wants to know, it wants to know, no, 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 no. Not that one. It wants to, K-N-O-W, it wants to know what that is. And that's how it gets its, oh, safety. It feels safe if it knows something else, 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 else. else, else. But so that's a misunderstanding. Just a misunderstanding.
1: These are good questions. I like The that. other thing I was wondering about was when you were saying thinking has no time. Did I say that? Yes. Okay. Will we do it. Did <clears throat> I say that? <laughs> that also was confusing to me.
0: Ask a question about it.
1: What is what is thinking? no idea. does it have I'm just wondering about the qualities. How can someone have qualities outside of time and space? what?
0: The 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 problem of the thinking thing is there's a there's automatic automatic uh, and but most people automatically were are imputing or thinking there's someone generating these thoughts, but we just receive thoughts, you don't, there's no one to generate anything, it's it's this is the other word there's only one other word that really fits this and that's freedom. You're free from the from the tyranny of thoughts, it's just a, a great thing. It doesn't mean they won't come and knock on the door and ring the doorbell and make faces in the window. Sure they will, but you don't have to believe it. You don't have to disbelieve it. That's don't don't disbelieve it because that sets up another polarity where suddenly uh, it's a high high uh, high um, high resolution ignorance is disbelieving something. High resolution feels like a fact. So we get we get sucked into the fact and fiction of everything all the time. It's just coming and going everywhere. Just all you have to do is listen to somebody talk for three minutes. It doesn't matter if if it's a sangha person or if it's uh someone who's a meditator or someone who is uh your family member that has no idea what you're even doing in a monastery
1: more If something
0: is this is great I like to have help
1: <laughs> if something is not one thing does it make it it's opposite say more. If you say, when you say thinking has no time, does it mean it has an absence of time?
0: So, you know, if you go that way, then we're going back into the polarity of it. So it's, the only reason I'm saying that is because we tend to assume that there's some kind of longevity happening. And it's not that there isn't something, but that's all part of the thought. There's a thought about the longevity that's part of the thought. There's a thought about the absence or not, no absence so we, we get trapped we uh, we get very very rarefied you know go and read uh, friedrich hegel you want to, somebody who really really thinks a lot <laughs> i'm just picking on him because it's it's his his uh, work is so uh, full of um, assumptions and presumptions and peregrinations
1: one more question about this Maybe more. please You've talked about the teachings have talked about not, not being found. Is the not being found just a way to work with things, or is that the nature of things? No, you really can't find anything. So when you mm-hmm. say thinking has no time, it's not,
0: it's not a state of being. It's not some aspect of it. Time is an, it's an invention. Based on watching stuff move, including the clock hand, sun coming up and going, kind of you know, kind of conditioned to thinking things are happening.
1: So the not the not being found is is that a more accurate way of saying it? Relatively, yeah, that would be yeah.
0: Not being found is is the only real finding, is to, to find that there isn't. It's called. And, Tradition, in a more technical way, is called shunyata, or emptiness. Go
1: oh, ahead. Yeah. This is wondering. exciting. <laughs> You've talked about the disappointment before, yep. and that sounds like the greatest disappointment is to. Yeah.
0: Um, so, since it's not two, since it's not, since the way to relatively describe it is not two, then the disappointment doesn't have to go away. It isn't like you get somewhere and suddenly no longer, even the freedom is uh, the kind of freedom, it's not relative freedom, it's ultimate freedom. So therefore you, you we can't, as the traditional way of saying it, you can't wrap your mind around it because there, there isn't any, there is no mind.
1: What is it that something cannot be found and yet have such sharp characteristics?
0: Um, I think it's uh, the power of consciousness to congeal into something. It's uh, it, Go back to, if we were to study, talk about uh, maybe one of the meta- uh, teachings or metaphors for that is the, is the twelve links in the chain of existence, where, where a Vidya comes out of, out of uh, probably hot and cold. Some kind of tension happened that creates ignorance of everything else. So it comes up into some kind of a bunch. It contracts into earth. And then something about this situation, and we don't really know exactly what, uh, scientifically, you could say, what consciousness is. We may know, we may know, be able to know uh, through consciousness itself, but that may not come up with a conclusion, a conclusion that would satisfy, oh, you know, I used to be confused, but now I got it.
1: A question from Kozan up in Traverse City. She asks At the start, you mentioned space and consciousness as elements. Are the terms used interchangeably? If not, how would you guide us to explore the element of consciousness?
0: Look at the wall. Everything I talked about, uh, the concepts arise in consciousness. And air is a space, or sky is a metaphor for it, but consciousness itself, you can't, you can't find it, it doesn't belong to anyone. No one actually has consciousness. If you find your true nature, you are consciousness. Just a, a relative way of saying it. Michael?
1: How can we find our true nature if, if it's fundamentally unfindable? Yeah, exactly.
0: Find every, look at everything that isn't your nature. Or that looks like it's not you. Dirt, rugs, trees, canaries, coconuts. That's not me. Look at everything that's not you. Thoughts. Do a lot of it. The whole idea of concluding and including and concluding—those are those interesting dynamics. It's just whatever happens, just include it. Just include. Just include. Include. Rather than rather than take what what shows up and and go and abandon it by concluding something else.
1: More. The causes are untraceable. Then how can we see definite
0: origination? It's right in front of you. It's in the mirror. Go look, as I've said, I don't know, probably dozens of times, if not hundreds. Go look in the mirror. If you think you have any say-so about anything. And just pick out one thing about your appearance that you uh, said, I mean, other than grow a beard or something like that. But that's working with something that's already shown shown up. People are always trying to get control, have facelifts, and do, you know, have hair implants or something to try to get a certain kind of, that are very, very attached to, uh, appearance but what's already occurred go look at Rumi he'll look at you <laughs> look in his eyes it was like he recognizes everybody here he, you know a year, this time last year he was not well he was here but he was tucked away <laughs> so when was he born he was born the 19th uh, November so he hasn't been around long but just look you know, look at look at your phone face or go look at a child. Something about the whole situation that's very, very fishy when we think that something is real. Something's very fishy there. No, no offense to the fish. Yes.
1: Sometimes you talk about relative truth being partial.
0: Is there something to do those all add up to an ultimate understanding? No. Just a way of talking about it. it doesn't it doesn't imply that you know if you can get all the stuff, if you had really big buggy eyes, so you can so you wouldn't miss anything. <laughs> In other words, if you could see everything, would you come to a conclusion?
1: Ah, it's ultimate. Okay. We go into not being found with our characteristics.
0: I think that's the only way you can do it. Not to get rid of anything. Yeah. There, there isn't anything that isn't Buddha nature. But we can say that conceptually, and people do in books, and people write about it, stretch it way out, so you can spend your, you know, better part of your vacation reading about the Putra Tantra, or Ratna Gotra which you've been reading. Or what's what, Where's the, oh, Avatamsaka, <laughs> or the Lotus Sutra, which I'm just mentioning these because I like to drop names. <laughs> <laughs> Complicated, I mean, you can take this and stretch out, but you know what I'm telling you, I'm saying to you, I'm suggesting to you, you can, it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you, my friends. It's right in front of you, and this is the reason I encourage people to sit down and face the wall if you're a Buddhist, I don't care. If you're a Buddhist or not, if you're a Buddhist, we'll use those forms. If you're not a Buddhist, then at least sit down and hold still and watch what continues to move. Because what continues to move is that which is take you taking you into the confusion, and it's uh, it's a trap. It's like a big uh, um, circle, and, and, it's, and you can't think your way out of that. But you can see, you can see what it is, and when you see what it is, because nothing is separate, you're you're liberated. You're liberated in the, in the in the in the, you're right at the root of the lotus, right in the dirt. You're liberated right there. The Buddha in the palm of your hand. All money, pay me home. The jewel in the lotus, right there, right now, right now, this second. It isn't even a second. That's extra. Even the word moment is a hype. When you say uh, include until there's nothing left to include, how can
1: there be nothing?
0: That's that's what you conclude. <laughs> You're not smiling. It's interesting. What are you thinking about?
1: How confused you say about your response? How do what? How you about your response? I like
0: that. Stay confused. Don't 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 just look at the confusion. Confusion is your Dharma gate. Don't abandon your. Make friends with yourself is another way way. Uh, uh, Trungpa Rinpoche would say, make friends with yourself on a deep level. How do you do that? You go down into the confusion where all the unfriendliness is, and just be with that, befriend that in a deep way, which is, can be very, very confusing and painful. I mean, it can be. It isn't necessarily. People have different kinds of karma come into this path and come into this life, uh, born to these parents, or, or however it may show up, in so many different ways. I think, uh, considering how, how I was raised, I'm amazed that I'm in here. I'm in here a monastery, let alone being a monk. I'm just amazed at it. There were two, two magazines, uh, Reader's Digest and Outdoor Life, and I think I got to subscribe to Boy's Life or something like that. Nobody read anything. And I'm not going to tell you about my early religious education either, because I can't say those words on it. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, question from Bosker in Houston. Oscar. Yes, how does the concept of karma that seems to be central to Buddhism tie up with the concept of no past?
0: It ties up because there is a uh, because of the three poisons. there's a belief, a disbelief, and, uh, and an ignorance that is. just basically, it's a very simple. And, we, and it creates that kind of a, a dimension that goes back and goes forward, where we get attached. Hope and fear. Fear of open space. Not not knowing is, a, is open space. We fear that, so we, we run towards something else, which is called fixation. And so what's being recommended is, don't do anything. Sit down, hold still, and watch the movement. Don't participate in it. Don't ignore it. Don't participate passion. Don't fight with it, aggression. And don't look away or ignore it, uh, uh, ignorance. Just, just look at it, just look at it. This is where the, the something like the mirror, uh, the Song of the Jewel Mirror Samadhi gets its metaphors from. A wooden man, uh, the stone woman gets up dancing, the wooden man begins to sing, impossible situations. But it's used so that, so if you introduce that into your thinking mind it helps kind of make your, your constructs about the nature of reality kind of crumble because this is a teaching coming from, from uh, Buddha nature, from, from enlightened beings. I don't think you can say, come up with a metaphor like that uh, without having a tremendous amount of clarity about the, na- the nature of the indescribable. You might have to look at the indescribable for maybe years, maybe decades, before you're able to, to say that as a teaching device for people, to have enough confidence that is unconditional Confidence that's based on success and failure it is not unconditional. Unconditional unconditional confidence means you know, you know this. You know it. It's, you're certain about it, but not it's not a certainty based based on proof. There's a book title I like uh, by Jam Gun Control called The Torch of Certainty. Never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I read just enough of it to know that I don't know if I want to do this. Probably read that, haven't you? Yeah. I might have played it right. Maybe once. Maybe once.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <kind of. laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all about, it's uh, basically about nundra practice. There are four foundation practices. Of prostrations, mantra, uh, um, uh, mandala practice, and uh,
1: uh,
0: guru yoga. But it's very complicated. But it's. I like the title of the book. Yes?
1: You had said that the only way into not being bound is with our characteristics, what is it about that that feels so threatening? That
0: that's, that's the self-centeredness, the ego part of it. We think we have to get rid of our... We have to be better. We have to get rid of our temper. We have to get rid of our warlike... Uh, we, have to, we have to shed all of that. And some teachers, some teachings talk about it that way because that's probably the way some people need to hear this. The way I teach it is you, you're, you're already genuine with the characteristics, with the tension, with the disturbances. Buddha awakened, you're already awake. We just, we just keep, because we're afraid of seeing that kind of open dimension, we're afraid of it because if there is any grasping or imputation or belief in a separate self, you think that you're somebody else, then that's threatening. And so we'll cover it up, some people will cover it up, can be highly intelligent, maybe they've read more than any of us all combined, highly intelligent, highly scholarly, and be able to explain uh, things to us that, you know, we can't quite get a handle on, not awake. Awakening is, is complete, it's a complete blowout, but nothing happens. Not to blow out, nothing happens as His Holiness the 16th Karmapa, Rang Jung. Rick Dorje said on his deathbed in 1981, nothing happens. He made it into a bumper sticker because of his, the force of his presence was so powerful. Anything he said could be a bumper sticker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are we afraid that awakening might look as crazy as we are right now?
0: Yeah, we're afraid of our insanity. This is sort of the, one of the teachings in the Tibetan tradition is the crazy wisdom. And it's, it's crazy because from the, from the ego point of view, it might look pretty crazy. And from the, our point of view, we might look like we're going crazy. You might think, I'm getting worse, I'm getting worse. No, you're just seeing what you've been hiding out from. You're just seeing what you're hiding out from. More. Bless. Yes, Andrew. Is consciousness created? hmm there's probably some aspect of it that is like that, but I think uh, that you could call created. But The way this is handled in the Char tradition is uh, uh, Vijnapti Matra, right. consciousness only. And there's different ways that that's used. So there the teachings that try to get at that. but So we, we refer to it, but yet if you look at it closely, you, you can't find anything. You can only find it if something occurs in it. Well, if nothing occurs in it, then where is the consciousness at? So it's 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 not it's not an actual object. It shows up in a in a form, a human form, or a form of a of a, a, a name Yes. Um, I'm still trying to
1: understand the difference between the sense fields and the five elements.
0: Yeah. So body, you just sense the body, you sense it, you, you know about it conceptually, it's a body, you can, you can kind of feel there's a solid quali- quality to it, so that's just, uh, you're just sensing that through, um, just like uh, you may not know that there's fl- any, you may not be able to sense any blood flowing in your bl- veins or something, but if you have a, if your stomach growls, that's that's liquid, yeah, you know, and, and a combination of that and pressure moving from one side to the other. So. So you're just experiencing that, and experiences. You think about it. Oh, I'm, I have a. Maybe I'm hungry. You know, we experience it in such a, a mundane way that we just tie everything together. Well, it's my stomach. The five uh, skandhas form: feeling, perception, concept or thinking, and labeling and naming and interpreting, and consciousness mm-hmm. of the six sense fields all coming back towards the body, through sound. Cardinals, canaries raindrops outside the window. Other people's laughter coming back. So it's a matter of the, the, the elements are just uh, basically uh, have some kind of a stability to them uh, in terms of uh, looking at them. Fire is hot, no question there. Uh, wind moves, uh, space uh, permits things to come through it. And uh, uh, earth is hard. No one stop and is a mountain. So it's it's that part of our uh, our world that has has different qualities to it, and we call them the Buddhas or the elements. They're elemental constructs that without them we can't be here. They show up in all over the world, and they show up in the, the body of the earth, and the body of this body. It's like someone said, to Trungpa Rinpoche once. Um, I don't know where. I wasn't there when I, when it happened, I don't think. I, I don't remember, remember things very well. But someone uh, was kind of challenging him about, because he was eating junk food and stuff. And I think they said, but Jay, why are you eating? You know, that's terrible for your body. And, you know, I don't know if they didn't comment on the on the other stuff he was putting in his body. But he, uh, he says, you know, you, 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 it's bad for your body to do that. He said, well, the whole world is my body. Yeah, end of conversation, I guess. I mean, what, what do you say about that? Whole world, so but there's something to that. That doesn't mean that he felt like he was as big as Earth. That his 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 feeling about everything was incredibly intimate. And I'm speaking on on his behalf. He's not here, but my understanding of that, contemplating that, and thinking of that, and then uh, the way I understand it uh, in this moment is that he was just sensitive to everything. So it, there wasn't anything to correct or fix. So. Uh, and he wasn't gonna. He wasn't in a position, nor am I, nor are you, to interrupt uh, the karma, the incredible force of karmic um, situation that's happening. But what can you do? You can awaken. This this is not a mundane path about success and failure. Awakening is not success. It's ultimate. It's ultimate. You actually understand what this is. Uh, complete fearlessness from then on, even death. Even I'm not saying you wouldn't run away from some imminent pain. Of course, you have nerve endings. You know, you're not you're not not stupid, but your your fundamental understanding is is clarified. You know, you're not also sitting back and say, "Bring on the death." I'm not saying that either. You're just you're just not. Um, it's just not a big consideration because everything is being born and dying. You see it everywhere. If you, if you look at it, everything is. Dying. Your own, our thought patterns are born, and then they die, and then our worries are born, and then they die. Coming and going, coming and going. It's a big mess, yes?
1: Are these ways of the elements and the sense fields, are they ways of looking at movement and, and just grouping them into different ways of ascertaining them?
0: Yeah, so uh, you can c- contemplate that, just contemplate, uh, spend some time contemplating that, and then contemplate the sense fields and move back and forth, and, and ha- because I mean, I can go in and explain this to you, but this is this is something you should look at. So, uh, but the there's just this basic beingness of being here, and that has to do with these uh, elements. And there are different there are different. If you go back in the Indian tradition, you're going to find a different way of looking at this, and they handle the whole thing differently than the Buddhist tradition. And also in the Jain tradition, it also shows up there too in ancient India. So, mm -hmm, go ahead, please. I guess
1: I'm just wondering if there's
0: a... Just find out what is already the case. You're already, it's already true. It might not, might not. It might have a lot of wrinkles in it, but it's a truth. Wrinkled Buddha.
1: (laughs) Michael. How can we clarify um, an ingrained misunderstanding like having a self?
0: Just continue to look at it don't agree don't disagree don't look away and and if you if you do nothing with it because of the very, very nature of impermanence if you do nothing with it, it it can't last it'll start to molt it'll start to shed its skin but if you look if you fight with it or look at it or push on it or pull on it or, or project onto it ideas then it might be changing all over the place but your fixation is so strong that you're still paranoid More that's good. You just it's a matter of.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. How can we tell if we're pushing or pulling or looking for
0: it? I I don't know of anything else to say other than persistence. You have to want this, you know. You have, we all have the desire to move the desire into. I want to know what this is. You don't have to, don't believe what I say. Don't believe what the Buddha said. Don't believe, disbelieve anything. Find out yourself. Work out your salvation with diligence, as the human being that is represented by this figure. He said when he was uh, passing into parinirvana, as far as the records go. I looked at it, now you need to look at it. I've told. I've helped you as much as I can, with forty years of teaching. Andrew, are
1: the elements other than consciousness created?
0: Are the elements other than what?
1: Consciousness.
0: Uh, fundamentally, it's consciousness. My understanding of it is only—I can't think of another word that would fit it, other than that. But it's—it's it's just different form, different forms. Consciousness is not separate from the thing that it finds. That's why it's—that's—I think that's where the magical part comes in. It's—it's it's not only the space in which things occur; it's the thing that occurs. And it's very, very seductive to a self-centered uh, mind, or you know, that aspect of consciousness that that gathers together in a clump and tries to act like a piece of dirt. Tries to act like solid me, me and my life, my feeling, and me and who's insulted me and me and who likes me. You always notice that your your friends uh, accept you no matter how you act because they really like you because you're both, you know, born in fire signs or whatever. You know who knows the causes and conditions that bring that thing about, but fundamentally, um, that, that just comes apart. Anything put together, any, all compounded things come apart. Nothing lasts. It might take a thousand, ten thousand years. Just like the ice is melting. Oh, how many millions of years has some of that ice been there melting? Nothing lasts. More? Is consciousness compounded? When it when it appears in this way, when it appears as not separate from what's appearing in it, then, then there's a compounded aspect to it. Yes. But it doesn't last. It's Joseph? There's
1: a, <clears throat> there's a Star Trek The Next Generation episode Data visits a uh, primitive culture and there's a teacher talking about elements. He kind of ridicules her and says, no, that's not what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm wondering what's going on there. What is it about the modern world that devalues the elements?
0: Well, I I'm not, I didn't see that episode, but I know who Data is. Uh, he's the the, the droid. Yeah, um, and so someone else was saying that to him, or he was saying it.
1: He was saying that elements. Oh that's you know, kind yeah. of a modern view, is elements are primitive.
0: The his view was that. Yeah. So what was your question? Yes.
1: What is the what is the connection between the spiritual path and the elements?
0: Uh, uh, awareness. That's the that's the connection, or con- how you want to say it? focused consciousness, which is awareness, but unfocused consciousness works also. It might even be more aware than focused. Focused consciousness knows about stuff. It's materialistic. But unfocused consciousness doesn't miss anything, because there's no agenda. There's no past, there's no future, there's no grasping, there's no rejecting, there's no shutting down. Those are the three. And really, there is not even any elements. It's 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 a way of talking about this go ahead. Completely unfocused consciousness see movement. Yeah, you know, it sees it. See it relatively. It'd see it relative to you know one finger moving and the other finger holding still. So it would see it through contrast. You wanna disagree with me? Anymore, anymore. Robert,
1: Um, I'm asking for a friend.
0: For for what?
1: (laughs) A friend. Oh,
0: (laughs) let me see if we got a volunteer here.
1: Uh, Yes. Which is a lie. Well, I I thought you
0: wanted a friend. I was going to find one (laughs) for (laughs) you. You said you're asking for one of your friends who wants to know because you don't really want to know this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but actually, yeah, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> what I appreciate I, 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 very much. There's a sangha.
0: Can't find better friends than the sangha. Yes, it's,
1: <laughs> it, it's nothing better. Uh, is is freedom cutting away from the past? No. Not.
0: It's it's not a, it's not even including the past. Including the past is a practice. Including, including, including. But freedom uh, doesn't, can't see anything else. It's not a relative situation. We have to use, I mean, I don't have to. I could could have stayed home. But I'm here. You guys want to know stuff? (laughs) I know a couple things. One of the things I know is what you're about to ask me.
1: Well, when I think of things, since you already know, I'll ask anyway. Okay. and I think I, of things that I've done that uh, are humiliating and embarrassing, and I feel horrified and sad.
0: Yes, that's ego.
1: What's ego? The horrified and the sad? horrified
0: and sad is ego. You need to keep asking though, because that's not the end of the story. That's um, chapter two.
1: So, um, is, is looking at the horrified and sad a uh, gateway?
0: Yeah, no, um, totally. But don't solve it. I mean, you can have something that you've done in the past that you feel bad about or feel remorseful about. Just look at it. You don't have to get rid of it. You don't have to, you really don't even have to apologize. Because apolo, uh, apology is a, a highly refined, sophisticated way uh, form of narcissism. It's, I'm the one who did this. So therefore, I will apologize. Now I've gotten rid of that. Don't do it. And I'm not saying that if you step on somebody's foot, you say, whoops, sorry about that," or you, you know, you you said you were going to do the dinner dishes and you totally spaced it, and somebody comes and said, "I thought you were going to do the," so oops, sorry about that. I'll 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 do it for you next time or make up for it. But to go into some kind of a labyrinth of, of suffering where you're, you're you know you're torturing yourself because of some horrible thing you did, um, it it might never go away, but but. That will help you. Will help you help others because you know you don't have to get rid of that. If you can really begin to have compassion, which isn't feeling sorry for yourself, but have but really understand deeply, compassion is a is actually dispassion because it's not about a feeling about somebody. It's not about sympathy. It's about a deep, deep understanding of the nature of suffering, which is what the the first thing, as far as we know, what the Buddha said. Suffering is caused by wanting something else, even wanting to get rid of your difficulty. And do it. It's a Dharma gate. I have I have several of those. My ear no, I'm Yes. Sir. I'm what I want to do <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at that. Go to the Akashic Records. <laughs> they written all over the place So that, that that's a that's a good question. So anything that you're that is haunting you for something you've done or a mistake you've made, don't don't I mean don't forget it, don't block it out. But also don't use it to to reinforce the self-centeredness that wants to get off the hook, that wants uh, wants to be forgiven. This is a, just a misunderstanding. It's, it's not wrong And the, the whole spiritual paths that are about forgiveness. I'm not correcting anybody. Anybody wants to write books on it or do this, please do it. Go ahead. But if you're listening to me, I'm saying, don't do that. Don't necessarily go that way.
1: What about wanting to get away from it? It seems like
0: the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just look, just look at it and, and be grateful for that. And that, that actually is, is helps you see the nature of ego. Be grateful for that. It's not grateful that you did something terrible you know, years ago or whatever. That it's not that that you're, you know, you did it and it's, it's gone, but you still, you're haunting yourself with the memory of it. So just let it you know, keep you humble. That's pretty literal too. You don't have to get better. You just have to be genuine. Thank you so much.
1: We'll stand in this with the mayor in the back of our chant books. I'd like to remind everybody um, that in two weeks, Sokazan will be in New York teaching for several days, and um, hope to see you there if you're in the New York area. So that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way.